بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد. So therefore we continue with our lessons regarding the affair of aqida, creed, in any this book, which is titled Guide to Sound Creed. In last lesson, we started to look at the affairs that are shirk. And we uh, discussed al-khawf and al-shirk that can occur regarding fear. And today's lesson, we will look at al-shirk fil-mahabba, which is shirk concerning love, shirk concerning and he loved Mahabba. The Sheikh says that we have previously mentioned that fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala needs to be accompanied with love, meaning and he loving him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore we cannot just fear Allah and not love him. We cannot just have hope in Allah and not fear him and not love him. All of these Three, we need it all of our ibadat in our actions of worship. We need fear, we need hope, and we need and need love, and in our actions of uh, worship. And the Sheikh says, those who worship Allah with fear only, they are and the khawarij, and the group which is called the khawarij. And he says. Every time a person perfects their love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their religion, and they perfect likewise their religion. So every time a person and their love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfected, therefore that and he completes and perfects their, their religion. And likewise he says, and if a person's love of Allah Azza wa Jal diminishes, then that likewise will diminish and either tawheed. Will diminish and either their tawheed. The Sheikh says, and the meaning of mahabba here, the meaning of love that we are referring to, meaning that type of love in which shirk can occur, is the mahabba al ubudiyyah is mahabba which relates to worship the mahabba which is found in any worship or the mahabba that is considered to be any worship and the sheikh says that this type of mahabba this type of love necessitate that a person submits themselves to allah and worship allah and have humility and he before Allah Azza wa Jal. And likewise, this mahabba, this love, perfects a person's obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise, it, and, and, uh, such a person should prefer and he should and he, uh, make preference of and he, the rights of the one he loves above any other than him, meaning and the right of Allah Azza wa Jal. 
<coughs> so the Sheikh says, this mahabbah, I mean, this love should be sincerely for Allah. It should be I mean, made sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not permissible for a person to commit shirk in this type and in this uh, mahabba. Says, the Sheikh says, because love is of two types. Mahabba mukhtassa, a type of love which is specific. A type of love which is specific. And he says, and this is the mahabba, the love which occurs in worship that we are referring to. This and the mahabba of any servitude which is found in, in uh, worship which uh, necessitate that a person uh, submits themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obeys the one that he loves, and the one whom he loves. So this is specific for Allah Azza wa Jal. And he says the second type is a type of mahabba which is mushtarika, a mahabba which is shared. You can share any that type of mahabba any two uh, others. And he says, And this type of mahabba which you can share and to others, to different people, different things, they are of three types. The first type, mahabba tabi'iya, a mahabba which is natural, nat- uh, a mahabba which is natural. For example, the Sheikh says, uh, love, for example, a, pers- a hungry person's love for food. A hungry person's love for food. So he, in this case, a hungry person, of course, and they have some type of love and for food. They desire food. And they and have a type of love for that food. And that is something which is normal, occurs naturally. And shirk does not occur in that because it is not worship. The second type, he says, mahabba ishfaq. A type of mahabba, a type of mahabba which is compassion, has compassion in it. And he gives an example. For example, the love of a parent for their child. Okay, the love of a parent and for their child. This is type of love which has some compassion. And they have a strong connection. So this is the reason and they have that love between them. And he says the third type a type of mahabba which is involved in friendship. A mahabba, and a love, which relates or is found in friendship. So for example, a person's and love for his friend. A person's love and for his friend. So the Sheikh says, so these three types of love, three, these three types of mahabba, it does not necessitate that a person submits to whatever he loves or venerates whatever and he loves in these three categories. Okay? A person's love for food, it does not necessitate that he venerates food or submits to food. And a person's love for their parents or the love of the parents for their children is not a love which necessitates that the parents submit and have humility and, uh, and he, for example, a form of servitude and he for, 
for their children. And likewise, a person's love for his friend or her friend does not necessitate that they only venerate and have this type of submission and which is and worship for that person. And the Sheikh says, and people are not taken into account for these three types of love. Okay, a person is not taken into account, but a person's love, which is worship, they will be taken account and for, for that. So he says, so this type or these three types of love that he's mentioned, and the, the love which can be shared, that is and a, a type which it does not expel or fight with the type of love which is worship. Okay? It does not, and it has an issue of fight, and a person is in a battle in themselves, and if, for example, his love for food uh, is fighting him, and his love for Allah. That does not occur. Okay? The Sheikh says, and this does not, and there's not this infighting of this, and he love, loves these types of loves, and for is a person's love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their presence in a person's heart is not shirk. Their presence in a person's heart is not any shirk. But the shirk says, but it is a must that love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes priority over all of the other types of love. And a person's love for Allah azza wa jal takes priority, has a higher and a level in a person's heart and compared to their love of their parents or food and their companions, for example. And the type of love which is specific and it indicates worship is mentioned in a verse, the Sheikh mentions. And he mentions the verse, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَتَّخِذُ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادًا يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ A verse in which Allah Azzawajal states and mentions, and from the people are those who take, besides Allah, أَنْدَادَ equals. They take equals, and besides Allah, meaning equals with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They love them as they love Allah. They love them as they love Allah. And those who believe their love for Allah is greater. And those who believe their love for Allah and he is greater. So in this verse here, and he indicates that that type of love that is mentioned here is a love that is supposed to be specific and purely for Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Sheikh mentions in Kalam of Ibn Qayyim ta'ala regarding this verse. Ibn Qayyim says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us that whosoever loves, whosoever, and he loves along with Allah, loves something along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he loves something besides Allah, along with Allah, as they love Allah, then this is from taking equals or uh, setting up any rivals and making equals and with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their love and that type of veneration and in their love and that 
type any of veneration so what Ibn Qayyim is any, uh, mentioning here so if a person if a person's love of Allah if that person loves something else as he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so therefore that person has made that thing of that person an equal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his love Okay, so he's given a portion of his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to something else or someone else besides Allah azza wa jal. So that is, he created or he made an equal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his and his love. And before him in his heart, uh, that person or that, uh, for example, idol has a same level with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his and in his love and in that person's heart. Then the Sheikh mentions a kalam of Ibn Kathir, Rahmullahu Ta'ala. He says that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentions the state of the polytheist in this dunya. In this verse, Allah Azza wa Jal is mentioning the state of the polytheist, and those who worship and the others besides Allah. In this dunya, and the polytheist in this dunya, and what they will have in the hereafter and regarding any punishment because they made equals with Allah Azza wa Jal they set up rivals with Allah and set up partners and with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says and the word andada in this verse and he means amthalan and equals and he's setting up or making equal, something equal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah says in this verse, They love them as they love Allah. They love them as they love Allah. So he says, they make them similar to Allah in their love and make them equal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in their love and that form of veneration that should be only purely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the Shaykh says, and this kalam, and in this speech that Ibn, Ibn Kathir has mentioned, Allah ta'ala, is likewise what Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah has mentioned, and regarding and in this verse, that and it means that they are, they made and those, either people or their idols, and the equals to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he mentions a verse in which Allah azza wa jal says, Tallahi in kunna lafi dalalim mubeen, idh nusawikum bi rabbil alameen. But Allah, we were in clear misguidance when when we held you as equals to the Lord of the Alameen, the Lord of all and the creation. So in this verse, and he clearly and he say, states, when they held, when we held you as equals to the Lord of the to the Lord of all creation. And likewise the uh, verse in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says 
ثم الذين كفروا بربهم يعدلون then those who disbelieve they hold others as equal with any their lord they hold others as equal any with their lord so it is possible any that any person holds others besides allah any as an equal a rival as a partner to allah subhanahu any wa ta'ala in all of the actions of worship it is possible that a person falls into any this type of uh, misguidance then the shaykh says and the saying of allah azza wa jal walladhina amanu ashaddu hubban lillah where allah azza wa jal says and those who believe their love for allah is greater their love for allah is greater meaning and greater than the love of the mushrikeen and the polytheist the shaykh says there's two uh, Two commentaries and two ways of explaining and in this part of this verse and in which the uh, and in the people of tafsir has mentioned one meaning is ashad hubban lillah min ashab al-andad and lillah that and those who believe their love for Allah is greater than the love of the polytheists for Allah yeah? So one of the explanations is that those who believe their love for Allah is greater than the love of the polytheists for Allah. And the second explanation in which they said, That their love, and those who believe their love for Allah is greater than the love of the polytheists for their idols and the idols or other uh, things that they worship besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the shaykh says so this verse has indicated that whosoever loves something whosoever loves something as he loves Allah then that person has taken that thing as an equal to Allah and is subhanahu wa ta'ala to Allah and azza wa jal then the shaykh says and we have said and it just previous to this that Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a love which is worship, and which is a love which is worship, that it is compulsory, it is an obligation that a person and he places this type of love above his love for everything else. A person, it is compulsory, a person. And he places his love for Allah and he above his love for uh, anything else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the shaykh then mentions that these, these other types of love 
that a person must make the love of Allah Azza wa Jal and above all these types of love is for example a person's love for their parents and likewise a person's love for their children for their husbands and wives and their wealth because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has threatened those who place their love of others before or above their love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal says in one verse in the Quran, in kana aba'ukum wa abana'ukum wa ikhwanukum wa azwajukum wa ashiratukum wa amwalun iqtaraftumuha wa tijaratun taqshawna kasadaha wa masakinu tardawnaha ahabba ilaykum min Allahi wa rasooli wa jihadin fi sabili fatarabbasu hatta ya'tiya Allahu bi amri wallahu la yahdi alqawma alfasiqeen wallahu in this verse, Allah Azza wa Jal says, Say, if your parents and your children and your brothers and your spouses, meaning and your wives and your kindred and your other family members, your relatives and your wealth that you have gained, and a trade which you fee its decline and your dwellings that you're very pleased with is more beloved to you than Allah and his messenger and to strive in his path then wait until Allah brings about his decision and indeed Allah does not guide a people who are al-fasiqeen the wrongdoers and then the sinners so the Shaykh says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse has threatened any those who place their love of these seven things, these seven things that are mentioned in this verse. He's threatened those who place these seven things and their love for these seven things above their love for Allah Azza wa Jal and His Messenger and the actions that he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he loves. And he says that in this verse, it indicates that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not threaten any those who merely and he love these things. Okay? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not threaten that a person should not love their parents or their brothers or any their, uh, their families, etc., and their children. Allah did not threaten or did not say not to love them. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed a threat against is that a person's love for any these eight things that are mentioned, that any their love, if, if their love for them becomes greater than their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is where any the threat is applied. That's where the threat and it is applied and intended. The Sheikh says because any to love these eight things that is mentioned in this verse is something which occurs naturally and sometimes a person does not have a choice in it okay he just and he loves this he loves this person he loves his children it's not something that they and he can control it's been placed into them 
but rather Allah has threatened those who place their love, their love, their, or their love, and for these eight things above their love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger. So therefore, a person must give preference for their love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above all of these and the other things. And likewise, a person must and he wants and love the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he loves and wants from his servants. Then the Sheikh says, Loving Allah has signs. And a person's love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that there are signs which indicate and this love. There are signs which indicate and this love. He says, for example, أَنَّ مَنْ أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فَإِنَّهُ يَقَدَّمْ مَا يُحِبُّهُ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْعَمَالِ عَلَى مَا تُحِبُّهُ أَنِي نَفْسُهُ مِنَ الشَّهَوَاتِ وَالْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ وَالْأَوْطَانِ He says, and if from the signs of a person's love for Allah Azza wa Jal is that he gives preference for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the love, love for the actions which Allah, the love for the actions which Allah loves, and he above his and he desires, he gives preference for his love of Allah Azza wa Jal above his love for his desires, his wealth, his and awlad, his children, and other than that. That is one of the signs that a person's and he love is purely for Allah. And the second alama, the second sign of a person's love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that a person follows his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding that which he came with and regarding that which he did and commanded. And likewise, in a person, when a person refrains from the things which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he prohibited. So this is a sign. If a person follows the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and follows that which he came with, he carries out the commands which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded and he stays away from the things which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prohibited. Therefore, and that shows a person and he loves Allah azza wa jal. And this is indicated in the verse whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Allah azza wa jal says, and if you truly love Allah, then follow me. This verse was revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and for him to say to his, and his people, his ummah, if you truly love Allah, then follow me. And Allah will love you and forgive you for your sins. Allah will forgive you and your, your sins. Likewise, then the Sheikh says, some of our Salaf and some of our pious predecessors, they said, Some people, they claim that they love Allah Azza wa Jal. So therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
sent down this verse, which is called Ayatul Mahabba. Sent down this verse. إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Indeed, say to them, if you truly love Allah, then follow me. Meaning, follow me, the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad Wasallam, and Allah, and he will, and he love you. So therefore, the Sheikh says, in this verse, as a clear indication and evidence that loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he has fawa'id. And the fa'ida and thamarat has fruits and which it bears. And this is indicates and its signs. And one of them is following the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Next, another sign which indicates a person's love for Allah is. من علامات صدق محبة العبد لله ما ذكر الله بقوله. Another sign of the truthfulness of a person's love for Allah عز وجل is what Allah سبحانه وتعالى has mentioned in this verse. And Allah عز وجل says, يا أيها الذين آمنوا من يرتد منكم عن دينه فسوف يأتي الله بقوم يحبهم ويحبونه. أذلة على المؤمنين أعزة على الكافرين يجاهدون في سبيل الله ولا يخافون لوم تلائم Allah Azza wa Jal says O you who believe whosoever turns back from his religion then we will bring forth a people who I love a people and who I love and they love me they are humble towards the believers and they are stern against the non-believers and they strive in the sabilillah, in the path, in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they do not fear and they never are afraid of the blame of any of the blamers. They are never afraid any of the blame of the blamers. So the Sheikh says, so in this verse, Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned any four signs of a person and he loving him, any four signs. One of its signs is that those who love Allah and they are humble towards the any believers. They are humble towards any the believers. Meaning, the Sheikh says that they are concerned about the believers and they show mercy to the other believers and they become close and want to be close only to the and the other believers. The second sign that Allah has mentioned in this verse, He says that they are stirred and against those who oppose and the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because that is from and loving and hating for the sake of Allah and Azza wa Jal. And likewise, the third sign is that they strive in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with their own self and their wealth and other than that. And the fourth sign is that they are not afraid of the blame of the blamers. They are not afraid 
of the blame of the blamers. Meaning, whatever truth they are upon, whatever truth they encourage, they do not fear the blame of the blamers. And those who would oppose this truth that they encourage. Then the Shaykh mentions that Ibn Qayyim mentioned certain means that will increase a person's love of Allah Azza wa Jal. Certain means. And he's mentioned, he has mentioned ten. Ten matters, ten things that will increase a person's love and perfect a person's love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the first one is, he says, to recite the Qur'an and ponder over its meanings. To recite the Qur'an and to ponder over its meanings. And what these verses are teaching you. And what are the benefits from this verse. And of course, and implementing them. Secondly, Seeking meanness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by performing the nawafil ba'd al-fara'id. Seeking meanness to Allah azza wa jal by performing the, for example, the prayers that are not compulsory hereafter or before and you perform the compulsory prayers. So a person performing the actions that are compulsory, recommended but not wajib, that shows uh, one that is a means to increase and perfect a person's love for Allah Azza wa Jal. And likewise, a person continually remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his tongue, in his heart, and his, in his actions. Fourthly, a person giving precedence of his love for Allah Azza wa Jal above his love for other than Allah. And likewise, especially when a person needs to make a decision whereby he needs to either he does what Allah says in this affair or he will do whatever that person, whatever, and he suits the person that he loves. So in this case, if he gives precedence to his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he follows what Allah azza wa jal and he wants from him in this affair rather than doing what a person that he loves wants him to do in this affair. So that, sh- that is a way and of increasing a person's love for Allah Azza wa Jal. Fifthly, pondering over the beautiful names of Allah and his perfect attribute, attributes, which indicates his perfectness, which indicates his perfectness and his majesty. Number six, to ponder and reflect over the blessings of Allah Azza wa Jal. The blessings which Allah has given you or others. Those blessings that are outwardly, so you can see with your eyes. Or those blessings that are inwardly. For example, those blessings that Allah has given you in your hearts. Number seven, for a person to have a humble heart when he is before Allah. A humble heart 
when he is worshipping Allah and he's before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and regarding the times that he is in need, in dire need of Allah azza wa jal and his heart and he is humble before Allah and that will increase his love for Allah azza wa jal. And likewise, number eight, for a person to wake up during the last third of the night when Allah Azza wa Jal and He descends so to pray and he during the last part and he of the night before Fajr. And likewise, the Shaykh says to recite Quran during that time and to seek forgiveness and to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the last third of the night. Number nine, to sit with the people who are righteous and good. To sit with the people and who are righteous and good. Those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they are following any the commands of Allah azza wa jal. They are following what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has and he prescribed. Because you will and he benefit and he from their speech. You will benefit any from their speech. So from this is from taking good companions. You know, every companion is a good companion. So and you have to take good companions, those who will remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, encourage you to do good and will discourage you from any doing that which is wrong, that which is any sinful. Number 10. That a person distances themselves from everything which will place a shield or a place, a barrier between their heart and that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he wants and he from him. And that is from different things, different affairs that makes you so busy and takes you away and from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the Sheikh mentions regarding and loving the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and loving the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he should follow and he is a love which follows the love of Allah Azza wa Jal because if indeed if a person truly truly claims to love Allah then they should and he definitely love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so the Shaykh and he mentions a hadith in which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said لا يؤمن حدكم حتى أكون حب إليه من والده ووالده والناس أجمعين none of you truly believes until I become more beloved to him than his child and his parents and everybody else and everybody and else. So therefore, by perfecting our love for the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that and he perfects and completes and our our Iman. Perfects and completes and is one of the ways of perfecting our, our Iman.
So therefore, this hadith indicates that a person's love for the Prophet should take precedence over one's love of everything else. And besides the Prophet and from and the people that he loves or the things that he loves in this dunya. The Sheikh says, and that whosoever, whosoever loves the messenger, then they, and he should follow him. And whosoever claims that he loves the Prophet wasallam, then you see that he, and he opposes or goes against what the Prophet wasallam came with. And the person claims that he loves Allah, but then you see him in his actions, he is going against what the Prophet ﷺ, and he commanded what he came with ﷺ. and he instead obeys other than the Prophet ﷺ, from the people who are misguided, from the people who are misguided, from the people yani, who innovate yani, in the region. And if you find such a person yani, reviving innovations and they are leaving off the sunnah, and if they are, and they have left the sunnah, they leave off the sunnah, then such a person is not truthful and in their claim that and if they love the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, because the Shaykh says, because one who loves obeys the one he loves. One who loves, one who has love obeys and automatically obeys the and the person or the one and he, that he loves. <coughs> so we will end any this with this um, discussion of this topic that the Sheikh and he has mentioned and regarding and loving Allah Azza wa Jal and just to recap. Loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something which is an obligation upon all of the believers. And that a person's love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must be higher and greater yeah, than a person's love for anything else in this dunya. Anything else in this dunya. And if a person loves something as they love Allah Azza wa Jal, then that person has fallen into shirk and regarding mahabba. Shirk and in, in mahabba. And one of the, well, one of the sayings of the scholars, لا طاعة للمخلوق في معصية الله. There is no obedience to the creation in the disobedience of the Creator. There is no obedience to the creation in obedience. To, there is no obedience to the creation in disobedience to the Creator. There is no obedience to the creation in disobedience to the Creator. And in meaning, persons should not obey anyone Anyone who encourages them or commands them to do something which is wrong and that affair and he goes against, of course, what Allah has commanded. 
If a person does so, then they have disobeyed Allah. So you should not obey, should not obey any people if they command you or encourage you to do something which is in disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is important there where that love comes in. Our love for the people around us. Love for our and the families, children, love for wealth. And other than that, that love should not cause us to and he fall into disobedience regarding any those and the people whom we love. Yeah? Should not cause us, we should not allow any that love that we have, for example, uh, and a person's love, a wife's love for her husband or vice versa. Should not allow that love. I need to lead them to obey one another in the disobedience of Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala and and the people should remind one another and he constantly of and the good which Allah Azza wa Jal has commanded us to, go, to do. Encourage the good and it with your families. Remind them all the time of those good actions which Allah loves. And and you get them to implement any those good actions. Do not and let, do not leave your houses and empty with this encouragement of good all the time because that will build any goodness in the homes goodness and within the family and the children and likewise i will eradicate inshallah or help to eradicate any the influence of the evil and the sinful affairs that we see and find outside and of our houses so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in righteous actions and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those and who perfect our love and for him and follow his commands and refrain from his disobedience.